Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Today on Truth News Headlines, Thomas, I posted an article where Nunes and Gowdy went over to the DOJ to look at this FISA document in full with no redactions because apparently there was a name there that had to be redacted for national security and to protect the individual. When we posted Truth News headlines this morning, um, we indicated that uh, it was Sergey Million Parachinko. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Parachinko. And then a conservative treehouse said it believed, um, that would be Sundance, that it was Stefan Halper. So I offered those two names to our listeners, and I told them that you would get with the conclave and come back with an answer of who you think it is. Yes. Thank you, Betsy, for that lovely introduction. This is a huge, huge piece of breaking news. It's so huge that Jeff Sessions was willing to be in contempt of Congress not to serve up the information that had to be provided by Comey, McCabe, Strzok, and William Priestap, which all came through, of course, uh, the CIA's investigation, counterintelligence investigation, which began July 31st of 2016. So what they wanted is to see what evidence did they present to get this. And what is being protected is very strange because as far as I know, besides the conservative treehouse and aim for truth, anonymous patriots, hardly anyone ever speaks of the fact that the Papadopoulos July 31st, 2016 counterintelligence investigation, which then morphed into many different things through that, through the Trump investigation, the small group, the secret society, the operation to impeach. It was always a counterintelligence operation. It was never an investigation. And this is one of the key factors that is little understood. And there are two separate FISA warrants. And we are not yet, even to this moment, speaking about the FISA warrant for George Papadopoulos, even though I am inclined to believe that what Nunes just saw and what everyone is speculating would be underneath that redacted black mark, the name of that person who we're protecting, and we can't release the thing that would put Comey in jail and Dana Biante and Sally Yates, and it would put Loretta Lynch, and oh my goodness, you know how many people will go to jail if the truth of this No, it, they're not going to go to jail. They're all senior executive service employees, oh, and right. they're going to be protected by the same thugs and criminal SES people who sit in the federal courts. So what we're going to watch here, people, is all this thrashing about, but they're not going to go to jail under the current system. Sorry, I had to say that. That's okay. Now, in this conversation, I need to blend the two, the FISA court warrant, the 702 Title I on Carter Page, and the FISA court warrant 702, um, which was for an international warrant on George Papadopoulos. And again, he was not even picked up and questioned until one year later. We weren't even told that that investigation, that operation, excuse me, was going on. And Comey denied three times that when Trump asked him point blank, as well as in testimony before the Congress, is Trump being investigated? He said no. Well, that's that's kind of, that's just mincing words. That's legal mincing of words. If there is a counterintelligence operation that came out of the State Department, now this is what you know, we heard John Brennan say himself, 
that in the spring of 2016, they heard chatter. They received chatter that said that there might be some collusion going on between the Trump team and Russia. Where did that chatter come from? That chatter came from Alexander Downer, a person who gave $86 billion to the Clinton HIV Foundation in Australia. He is a Australian minister who is in the pocket of Hillary Clinton. He whispered into John Brennan's ear, and we've said this, uh, I, I don't know anyone besides us who said this, that George Papadopoulos had been targeted. Well, we knew this had happened because there had been multiple reports, and then uh, Sundance does a great job to give all four of those reports. I personally, outside of the Conclave's opinion, did not believe that Stephen, ha uh, Stephen Halper, who is a U.S. citizen and fits all the criteria of this redacted name in this report that they had to go over and see, but they don't get a copy of, you know, uh, Gaudi and Nunes get to look at it and later Schiff will go. Why? Why does Schiff always go by himself? So he can lie and say what he read. That's not what he read. He's not going to agree with any of it. And what does it really say? It says that they were using a person who was at Cambridge University, Cambridge and Oxford, a, a university professor, uh, Stephen Halper, who had been uh, a CIA informant. He had been used by the State Department. He'd been used by the FBI counterintelligence. He'd been used by everybody before. And he was... You know, he's like a Christopher Steele. You know, these corrupt people are in and out of government and then they end up in Britain and somehow they end up doing intelligence work in Britain against America. It's just, it's so it's so transparent what's going on here. I mean, well, you've always said the intelligence agencies are run by foreign agents, you know, and now we're finding out that they farm out contracts to Circo, which is owned by a foreign agent. So... Our intelligence agencies are actually working against patriots and Americans. All corporate intelligence should be ended tomorrow, and all the codes need to be changed after that. And it's always the Brits who are actually working against us because they're in the five eyes, so they have all access that we do, and when they want to work against us so they can make some money to put in their pocket when they're working for corporate intelligence, this is what they do. Thomas, they actually have, ongoing right now, counterintelligence against Americans. They're trying to overthrow the government. It's what's going on. That's the Mueller investigation. It's yes. called the Operation for Impeachment. I'm trying to say it in a calm voice, not to alarm people, but to wake you up. They're trying to overthrow the United States government now, we're going and to, impeach the president. That's right. We're going to tell you this story again. All right. Now, we're going to add the piece that I didn't add before. And I must admit that some conclave members had shown this to me and said, what do you think about this? And I said... Well, sure, he's in on it, but I didn't know how much he was in on it. And now it's come out. And it's come out because of a leak from someone in the, in the intelligence community. And I usually do not speculate. But in this case, we cannot help but go ahead and speculate. Now, we're going to also explain why we say Sergei Milligan Parachinko and Carter Page fit the exact bill of Stefan Halper, as well as, in all, in all descriptions, as well as... The other people that were involved in it, we knew about them. Uh, Joseph Mifsud, the uh, Maltese professor in Britain that, uh, uh, well, let's go back to the beginning. You have to you have to go back to the beginning, unfortunately. Sorry, folks. I'm sorry. Go. 
when they realized they had to come up with the Russian cover story for Hillary because of her Uranium One involvement, they started in January of 2016. They went and got Carter Page, who is an American citizen. He fits the bill to all the descriptions of the redacted name. And he was uh, working with the FBI. I understand that someone on the radio the other day said we were ridiculous for saying that Carter Page had been an FBI asset. Well, that person doesn't read the news then. I'm sorry. Because he was used as an asset repeatedly. And one of them came out in a court case. And he then brought that to the attention of the news over and over and over again. Because why? He's suing also. Okay? So Carter Page could be the very name that would fit the bill. But that's not whose name was redacted. We already know he's been... um, exposed and compromised. So he was an asset whose life was compromised by this dossier. But who wrote the dossier? James Comey. It is a joke that John McCain gave James Comey a copy. What happened is McCain came in late to the story. He had his institute buy a copy and he publicly gave it to Comey and then went out the next day and said he gave it to them. That was just cover for Comey saying that he got a copy so that he could then tell the president So then the intelligence community could then spread it through their entire IC community, which was done by who? John Brennan. John Brennan took the information of the salacious dossier and made it, spread it abroad to the IC community after President Obama allowed all intelligence collected by NSA to be accessible by single sign-on code which that means anyone who had access could access any, any information they want. There, there was no necess- necessity for any unmasking. And that's all upstream and downstream communications on anyone who'd been targeted. So what we have was John Brennan actually set up his own attempt to create a November, October surprise, excuse me, to unseat Trump's attempt at becoming the president. James Comey had already done it. He'd already done it with Carter Page in the attempt to get the dossier, but they couldn't get the dossier information together. So he worked with Franklin Furor and they came up with the fake three oligarchs from Alpha Bank and that they were giving money through Trump Tower server. All a lie. Those oligarchs are now suing. They came up with the idea that the Trump, that the Democratic National Committee server would, was hacked by Russians that were connected to Trump. That's a lie. That's been shown over and over again. So now they try to attribute it to Goosefer 2.0 and everybody else, Kim.com, anyone they can possibly attribute it to, Seth Rich, on and on and on. So what really happened was Comey was working behind the scenes to create the the buffer, the, the counterintelligence plan, which used Carter Page to plant Carter Page inside of the Trump campaign. Now, that was someone who was an asset of Comey's. He also, Comey, used Felix Sater repeatedly to get inside to create uh, Natalia Kesselnitskaya's uh, Russian lawyers meeting with Don Jr., which was a setup through Paul Manafort. They tried to use all these different things in the intelligence community to again and again attack Trump, but the one everyone forgot, which as far as I know, including everyone, that I've been reading, no one ever said what we've been saying all along. The George Papadopoulos counterintelligence operation is the Mueller investigation to impeach Trump. It never stopped. They stopped the five investigations of Hillary Clinton's and Bill Clinton's foundations. Oh, that's right. Andrew McCabe, we now know, didn't investigate any of them. They stopped the investigation into looking to uh, improprieties in Uranium One, which was during Mueller's time. Nope. They covered it up. They put a gag order on the main witness. 
And to this date, Jeff Sessions and his uh, involvement, Hillary Clinton's involvement, all the involvement of, Mc- of, of Mueller, of Comey, of McKay, it's all covered up now. Uranium, uranium One's perfectly covered up by the Mueller investigation and later by Michael Horowitz. Before you get too far, so let me understand this, and I've seen this before, is that basically Mueller, as a special counsel, is just working on an old Department of Justice file, this file that they opened with George Papadopoulos, because George Papadopoulos and the FISA a warrant to spy on him came long before Mueller ever came on the scene. And so so the thing is, is then the special counsel is totally out of order because he's not supposed to come in and look at old stuff from the DOJ that's not even closed out yet. But they had to do that to get Mueller to streamline the process that was already building in order to use that intel in order to impeach Trump is did I do I have that right? Perfect. Yes. And you're the one of the few people who gets the subtlety. Well, but Betsy now, can get it now. Everybody can get it. It's in two articles today that you can read where people are saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait." The counterintelligence investigation started by William Priestap and the FBI, James Gomey, Andrew McCabe, and William Priestap and his lieutenant Peter Strzok, which we said Peter Strzok would be the fall guy. That counterintelligence started, uh, uh, operation started in July of 2016. But the very thing that it was based upon was a conversation between George Papadopoulos. Like sitting in a coffee shop or, or having a beer, right? In, in London. But wait, this is the amazing thing. And this is the part I did not believe. Stefan Halper called up not only George Papadopoulos, but Carter Page, Rick Manafort, and Paul Manafort, except Rick Gates and Paul Manafort, to invite them and pay them to come to London. And he paid $3,000 to George Papadopoulos to write a report on some oil that he never used. But during that meeting with Papadopoulos, he was framed. Papadopoulos was framed. He was also introduced to George, to Joseph Mishoof, Misfood, who is another, who's another Cambridge professor who has a group that has the inside ear of Vladimir Putin. They meet with him personally once a year. So Joseph Mifsud, M-I-F-S-U-D, Mifsud, who's a, a Maltese, as I mentioned, professor in at Cambridge, then baited George Papadopoulos, as well as Stefan Halper, baited him. And it was those conversations that George wasn't willing to talk about, which they used against him for Mueller in the investigation which is very interesting because when they brought Mueller, when they brought George Papadopoulos into the Mueller investigation, it was under the auspices of the special counsel, but they actually questioned him about the July 31st, 2016 uh, FBI counterintelligence investigation that was actually began by John Brennan, who got it from the State Department, who got it from Alexander Downer, who got it from Stephen Halper, because Stephen Halper, a very dear friend of the Clintons and a longtime uh, Department of State associate, insider bigger than you can imagine is the one who started all this he tried to frame all four of those people two of them took the bait george papadopoulos carter page both went to london they tried to tell them they tried to tell george and carter that they had the thirty-three thousand his uh hillary emails as well as that they had the inside track as a matter of fact then the man that i say could be the redacted name and in fact this would be a valid redaction. And in fact, uh, Stefan Halper 
would be possibly, uh, I, I don't know that he is still in the services of the United States government, but Sergei Millian Perichinko is because it was a Cambridge professor who came out and tried to say that he died in a plane crash in Russia to try to cover oh, up yeah, the fact that he's right. disappeared. That's right. It's a different one. But basically, they're both busted. I don't care if Nunes ever finds out the name or not. Everybody out here now knows these names. Sergei Millian is a well-known FBI and CIA asset. He was used by John Brennan, this is well known, because he was such a fool and he's such a jerk and listen to him on the beautiful uh, uh, video you posted on Truth, uh, Truth News Headlines, you'll see that he lied. Every single thing he said in that conversation was a lie, and Wasn't you could see awful? he was lying. You, just an, look at the way he it, was. It was an ABC piece. It was mm-hmm. just, it was a piece of propaganda, yellow journalism, and then he disappears. Now no one knows where he is, but we all know that he was bragging because why? He says in the dossier, he is the witness, and it's one of two witnesses that they don't give a name for. But then it came out because he said that he was. He said he was early on, that he was not only a friend of Trump's, but that he was Trump's agent and that he was Trump's agent for Hollywood Trump and that he made hundreds of million dollars for Trump, all lies, and that he was Trump's agent to Russia. They came out and, and they put this on the news. He was all over the place saying this and no one seems to notice this. He's disappeared now. His name could be redacted because... He is an agent who we still use. Now, um, he needs to be taken out because he lied and said that he was in a hotel Trump never went to, and he was there when the prostitutes were peeing on the bed that Obama and his wife had slept in before. These are all dis- this is how disgusting this man is. He was paid by John Brennan, and this is well known because it was in uh, European news because he made such a fool of himself chasing after a supposed video of Trump being peed on by prostitutes. Okay, you know, I, okay, hold it right here. Even if it were true, do you you think that people really care about that compared to the pedophilia, human trafficking, and all the outrageous things that we have found out over the last two years? I mean, this is just really a non-issue. It's like that horror. Let's remember, David Brock had $50 million given to him to pay any whore who would come forward and say that Trump had had sex with them or assaulted them. Three or four or five came forward, only two lasted, only one survived. That would be Stormy Daniels. The money that was paid was paid by Cohen, but now all of those seizures of of, uh, Michael Cohen, uh, the lawyer for Trump, uh, all those things that were seized, that can't be used against them. All the things seized by Manafort, that can't be used against them. The conversation with Michael Flynn was not recorded, can't be used against him. The conversations with George Papadopoulos, those can't be used against him. Remember, there's the Carter Page dossier, totally different than the George Papadopoulos counterintelligence investigation. Now, Mueller has merged the two into one. And what Nunes wanted to see was what justification did they give for ever getting the Carter Page FISA one uh, excuse me, uh, uh, 702 uh, FISA Title One, which meant that whoever signed that document had absolute proof that Carter Page was a Russian spy, which that's opposite of the truth. He's a well-known FBI asset. And this came out in the lawsuits that came forward where he was bragging about that it was all over the news. And so they don't seem to notice that we pay attention. And if you do pay attention, you'll see all of this. Now, why didn't we report on Stephen Halper before now? We did not know that he had invited Carter Page, Manafort, and Gates also. And Carter Page took him up on it. But Carter Page couldn't manifest anything. He didn't get paid. 
So they tried to, when they set up George Papadopoulos, they used Sergei Million uh, Perchinko in Italy to connect with Papadopoulos, to connect him to a woman that was supposedly Putin's uh, cousin and supposedly he had a romantic affair with her. That's how naive George Papadopoulos was. Now let's remember, how many of those people are foreign agents? Well, then they are criminals. I don't care that they're Brits. How many of them are U.S. citizens who are involved in this? I, and also, I don't care about Alexander Weiner. He needs to go to jail. I don't care about Christopher Steele. He needs to go to jail. These are agents working against America. They try. They meddled in our election. It's the worst thing you can do. So, Stefan Halper, why are we protecting the criminal who framed George Papadopoulos? Because John Brennan would go down, William, uh, 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 Bill Priestap would go down, Strzok would go down, all, no, the whole group would all down, go down. No, they're not going down, hon, because I keep telling you, they run the federal court system. So they'll use all their fancy legal language and everything to keep these people from going to jail. So once all of their crimes have been outed, the next thing we're going to see in this uh, theater is we're going to watch all these federal judges running around with their briefcases trying to figure out how to keep us from figuring it out. And it's beautiful that Dan Jones, through his company, what's it called, um, Penn Quarter Group, paid $50 million from Soros and from Russian oligarchs like Oleg Deripaska, the aluminum giant who has been involved in messing with our elections for a long time. This has come out, the smoking gun has found, 12 million to Fusion GPS, 50 million to... Um, Penn Quarter Group. This is interference in not only the election, but attempting to impeach our own president using the Mueller investigation. That means, sorry, sorry for those of you who believe that, you know, Jeff Sessions is good. He's not. He's part of this now. Him refusing to let that information come out, that means this is what would happen. If he let it come out, then Stefan Halper would be sued. And when those when, when they did discovery in those lawsuits, just like they're doing with Christopher Steele and his cases, uh, Alexei Gubarev and the three Russian oligarchs from Alpha Bank, in both the both the uh, two cases here in America and the two in London, as the discovery comes out, the corruption comes out, and of course we now have some of the corruption came out with Fusion, but not enough. If we really saw Fusion's books, their bank accounts, we'd see the corruption that runs DC. And John Podesta would go down, and Hillary would go down. Why aren't they going down? There is now a Federal Elections Commission uh, investigation into Podesta and Hillary stealing $84 million from the districts and putting it into her account and using as mu uh, using uh, Perkins Coie as their uh, law firm to hide the fact they spent $12 million in their uh, campaign in um but they, creating false narratives through the dossier with Russians. Well, they walk around like they own the joint because they know these federal judges are going to protect them. See, that whole federal court system was put in place to protect the senior executive service employees, their corruption, the you know, the Serco contracts, all that we're uncovering. But you even take this judge that everybody got all excited about, this Thomas S. Ellis, you know, in the Manafort case. Well, we started deep diving there and we found out uh-uh, he's as skunky as any of them. And he's there to to deflect from the issues, make sure that Hillary is exonerated, and Mueller has a nice exit door. Precisely. Those three judges, Ellis, Sullivan, and 
Frederick. Oh, Dabney. Miss Dabney. Dabney Frederick. Miss Dabney from Pensacola. I have to tell you because, you know, I'm from that part of the the South. In Pensacola, there isn't much happening except the military. So I bet her daddy was in the military. Now, that's just a guess. I haven't done any research on it. And then all of a sudden, now she is tracking forward. She's going to be this new judge. She has a clean record. She's never even written an article or anything in the court. We have no knowledge who she is. And so she's going to be whitewashed all the way through so that when they need her, they can pull her out and use her. It's justice trickery, fake justice. These courts are all set up. They're kangaroo courts. Uh, Even when they do the good things that they do sometimes, that's just to put a feather in their cap, and later they may reverse what they said, and that feather is going to remain in their cap. So we're taking it apart, trying to show you, and as this new development happened, we just had to let you know that if it is true, and this is speculation, that the information that has been given out by inside sources that... Stephen Halper also called Gates, Manafort, and Carter. This is huge. And it doesn't matter whether they redact his name as long as his sin has come forward so people can sue him. And then he's going to have to you know, bring forth uh, his proof of his innocence, which will be very hard to do, uh, seeing that he is the person who set George Papadopoulos up with Joseph Mifsud. He's the person who set him up with Alexander Weiner, Alexander Downer. In other words, he framed George Papadopoulos.